Let's get real. Who wants to have another surface level conversation? Not us. I'm Samantha. And I'm Christian. Two friends having raw but truth-filled conversations about the messiness of life. So buckle up and don't be shy. Because, yep, we're We're going going there. there. Hello. Good evening. We are coming from a nighttime special and we are struggling. special. Yes, guys. That sounds like it might be for a different audience, but... Yeah. Well, it's (laughs) 9 p.m. We are coming around off of some tiring days. We've had some days. We're We're dedicated dedicated and we're recording and we're going to get into all the things that have been going on in our lives. We like to periodically do a little... (laughs) Life update, life catch up, life update, kind of share what we've been learning because the reality is when we have our episodes, we always talk about we want this to feel like you're having coffee with a friend. And if we were having coffee, we would be talking about these things together. Maybe we should have been having coffee. Probably. probably. You know what? We should have come on here. We should have had like face masks or like at least like eye patches or something. That would have been Made it like a spa night. Because honestly, that is what we need. I'm so tired. Literally, as I'm yawning. Guys, Samantha's yawning. Not a good look. So we are here to do a little life update. Life update. So where do we start? I don't know. Well, this is your first episode back since having your baby girl. I had a girl, guys. I met someone today. They all know if they follow us on Instagram. But I met someone today that knows me through the podcast. And I was like, what's your (gasps) name? And she's like, you know, this is my name. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I'm asking her questions about her life. And then it was obvious in conversation that it was like ready for her to like ask me questions. Yeah. She goes, I'm so sorry. I don't know what to ask you. I feel like I already know you from going there. Mm. And I was like, great. Did she know you had a girl? Yeah. I mean, we were in a study together. Oh, it was like at our Bible study this morning. And it was pretty funny, though. So I was like, yeah. yeah." So I had a girl. It was exciting. Now we're a family of five, which is crazy. Let's go back, though, to the days of you, like, right before labor. Like, that was a wild weekend. Guys, we recorded. So we recorded last on the Friday before I had Vaughn. Her Mm -hmm. name is Vaughn Marie. And we were like, shocker, I'm still pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I was still pregnant. I went to the hospital two times, I guess, before I had her. Yeah. Thinking I was in labor because I was having contractions every, like, two to five minutes. And you had been for, like, weeks, kind of. Weeks. And at least, like, for a solid week. Mm -hmm. And then, long story short... She ended up not coming when we thought she was going to come. It was crazy. Got induced technically by breaking my water and then still sat around for four more hours. And then she finally came in a rapid like 40 minutes. Which still like in comparison to I think what some people labor is probably short. But for you, that was so long. Yep. And I remember I think it was that Sunday when did I have your kids? Oh, the night you actually had her when you went in yes. to get induced. Yep. But this was over the weekend still. And you like didn't text back for like three hours. And I like texted you five times. I called you, texted our friends. I was like, who's talked to Christian? No one had texted Andrew. He didn't text back. And I was like, what is happening? What were we doing? Just resting, you said. You were like napping. <laughs> Just resting. But like, I'm like, How why did you, did you answer your phones yeah, for that we long? Were doing something. Your mom was in town. Yes, yeah, so my mom was in town. Oh, yeah. You know, when you have company in town, yeah, I'm you just don't like want to be on your phone. On yeah. my phone. And yes, we had company in town. My mom ended up being there, which was really, really sweet. That was yeah. unplanned. And her and I still laugh to this day because, you know, like normally if someone else other than your spouse is in the room and you're having a kid, you talk through like, this is what I want you to do. You kind of set expectations yeah. for like, this is going to be a heated moment. Right. So like, please take this part of that 
No, we never talked about that. So the whole time she sat on the bench, like the oh, bench she thing. just wanted to like not be in the way and like keep yes, her place. Like later, Aww. she was like, "Oh, like you know, yeah, we just never really talked about it." And even this weekend, we were hanging out, and she was like, "Yeah, I mean, we never really talked about it." I was like, "I'm so sorry." Like we were literally sitting in the hospital for hours, yeah. just waiting, yeah, because nothing was happening. Then finally, when something was happening, I was like, "Oh, we yeah. never talked about this," but she's yeah. great. And actually got a video of my birth, yeah, which may sound TMI to some people, but I don't have a video of my births, like any of them yet. And she actually took like the most appealing video because appealing? my leg, my leg is like blocking everything that's gross. Oh, and so you, you never see, told like, me that when you offered for me to see it. Yeah. No, you yeah, wanted Samantha to send said, it to me and some friends and we were all like, well, we don't really want it. On one our of phones. my friends text me separately <laughs> and she said, no, I want it. Oh, but yeah, it like blocks everything that's gross, but you can see what's like kind of coming out. And then you yeah. can like see me and like Aww. Andrew and you can hear the OB. It's really sweet. That is different because back in the day, our parents had big like I, I've seen like the footage the of my dad like okay, oh, we're Paul. headed to the hospital, like her getting ready and then being there. And I don't think they had like the full on birth on video back then, but like, I don't know. It's just wild. Yeah. I'm like, all kind of sweet to have. That is maybe sweet. TMI, but it's sweet. A sweet memory I have from this birth will be, I forget what day it was. I think it was that Monday. Your mom was still in town. You still hadn't had the baby. It was President's Day, holiday weekend. Yeah. No, President's Day was the week after. Oh, but it was. Oh, no, it was President's yeah, Day. We, it was yeah, President's yeah, yeah. Day. It was the ice day that was it, the Monday after. Yeah, because, it's all um, yeah, like no one had school and yep. you and I, like my kids had been home. We just like both wanted to get out of the house. So we went to the mall, I think. Like we yeah. didn't really have a reason. I was like, you just want to go to Columbia the mall? Columbia Mall is like We have an old school mall, really like weird. indoor mall, yep. like big carousel. food court, carousel. I mean, we're making it sound nicer than it is. Like I do have a love for it, though. It's very nostalgic and it's very it like peaceful and comforting at the yeah. mall. Yep. And like there's a Barnes and Noble. So I take my kids diamonds. there. What's that? Like a diamond store. Oh, where's <laughs> like, that? I just feel like, you know, where Kay, they like are right next to each other yeah. in the little for, yeah. you know, in the intersection. Why is it always the jewelry <laughs> stores know. are like in the center? That's at know. like every mall. Anyways, yeah, I know. we were like, let's just go to the mall because it was really cold and she wanted to walk the baby out. And anyways, we go to the mall. What did we do? We went to Aerie and got some underwear. Yep. And then we went to H&M. Then we went to H&M. And then I was like, Christian, my favorite thing ever is to get foot massages. And so there's a place at the mall that I haven't ever been to, but I've been to other ones in town. It's called Relax Massage. Relaxation Massage or like... Re- oh, I literally think it's Relax Massage. Oh, that's funny. Okay. So but it's kind I'm of like, weird place, We guys. have to go get a foot massage. Maybe yeah. that'll like induce labor because it's like Chinese reflexology yes. kind of. So we walk in there and I'm like, hey... Which it was packed. Which it was never packed. packed. But it was full. President's Day. And <laughs> Christian sits down and I like say to this young guy who really didn't speak English, I'm like, can you try to induce her labor? And he was like, he oh, was yes. like very like, he was going to take it he on. He knew exactly what to do. But I, I was mean, like, oh, okay, clearly I mean, it didn't, didn't work. work. But we got a 20 minute <laughs> foot massage and then we were like 20 minute back. Yeah. And it was actually incredible. Was you and I were both like, wait, we're coming back here. Yeah. And I, I told my, my husband, I was like, we're going on a date night there. Oh, we have a date night so Thursday. Nice. I, we should go there. Yeah. So we did that. And then we had no idea because we had been inside this mall and like not really on our phones that it was like a really bad snowstorm. And I was just wanting Christian to go into labor really so like bad. I could really bad. It was like a dusting. It was kind of bad. <laughs> Our kids didn't have school the next day. Yeah, but that's Columbia for you. Okay. I was scared out you of my mind to drive for home. saying it's always cold here. Like I'm like, it's freezing. You're like, you realize that like it's barely cold here compared to other places. I was slipping and sliding on the road. Our husbands called and were like, you guys need to get home. 
And we for sure made time for some Indians pretzels who were like just taking our time. We're like, well, okay, we'll get there when we get there. Guys, controversial though. What word did I just Fancy. say? Controversial? 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 Mm-hmm. Samantha eats her Indians pretzels with marinara. That's not that weird. Ew. They wouldn't it's have weird. it if it was weird. Yeah, it's weird though. But anyways, I got Christian cheese. needs the like processed cheese. I so I went good. for the processed marinara. <laughs> Pick your poison. But anyways, we like go out and I was just like, I need this to happen. Like this would be such a good story for the podcast if like she goes into labor and I have to rush her to the hospital and like, sorry, Andrew, but like I'm here. So I'm going to go into the birth with her. And like, I feel like you would really let me, you'd be oh, like, yeah. oh, just, and even if Andrew got there, I feel like you'd be like, okay, you can come too. Yeah. And so I was like, this is going to happen. And she did it. And when we had to drive home and it was like really slick and we I was did, We did joke with our friends. We tricked we our, our friends. friends. Yeah. We were like, Christians we, in labor. You and I sometimes, I mean, we often, you guys get it on the podcast. We get slap happy sometimes yeah. together. So it was like one of those things we're like driving through the snow. You're actually freaking out. Mm-hmm. And you're like, let's trick our friends. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I was like, let's tell our friends I'm driving you to the hospital right and now. So literally I take a picture and she looks like so I was serious. Like, and like it's staring like staring at the road. It's not the, even funny, but it, it was, was funny. hilarious. We were I've, cracking up. One of our friends was like, wait, what? It was actually a really sweet memory though, because again, sweet. we talk about this, but we have the podcast, but mm-hmm. we don't often get like we have to be intentional with friend mm-hmm. time and it was a hilarious day because it was kind of one of those days too like you know back in high school when you like go to the mall with your friends you had hours with your friends yep. when you're adults you I don't know. Really do that and like, you were kind of grouchy because you wanted this baby out and she had not come out all weekend and you thought she was yeah. and and it was just a funny day it was a funny and we were day. just like let's roll with it it was really funny so but, that was a fun memory from our like january and then you kept my children I kept your children, so. which was fun and sweet when you were in labor. And, and Emerson, Samantha's daughter, like pumped my daughter up for being a big sister. Yeah, she, she was a little me, nervous. Yeah, she was going to meet her. Like my second daughter, Vaughn, was born at night. And so Callahan came up in the morning and Samantha texted me and she was like, hey, Callahan's pretty emotional. Just FYI. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it makes me want to cry. And you were like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have told you. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm glad you yeah. did. Like, it's good to know. And you were like, well, Emerson just pumped her up. Emerson sat her down and was like, you know, what? I remember like when I wasn't the only one anymore and I remember becoming a big sister and I was kind of scared at first, but then it was really fun. And I love being a big sister. She was like, I didn't want my brother. And then or she was like, I was mad. And then now I love my brother. And then she goes, so that'll probably happen to you. It was, like, <laughs> it was really so sweet. sweet. It was really sweet. It was fun time getting to come to the hospital. Christian is such a champ like when she is ready to be out of that hospital she's just like ready to move and groove like I've had other oh, yeah. mutual friends like comment to me and I'm like it's just one of your superpowers like oh, no, no one needs to compare themselves to it it's just like who you are and you were pretty much like up and out and moving after like what two days after you yeah I mean gave birth? I, yeah she came on a Tuesday and I was proud of myself mm-hmm. that I rested like Wednesday in the hospital mm-hmm. and then we came home Wednesday night and then Thursday and Friday. Yeah. I like rested. You were barely in the hospital. Yeah. For like 24 hours. Yeah. I wanted to go out. I feel like once you have other kids, like my first kid, yeah. I was not itching to get out of the hospital. Yeah. But now I feel like with like subsequent kids, I'm like, no, I'm ready to be home. Like I want our family unit uh-huh. to be like a family unit. And you've never, I don't know if you've shared this, but you have unmedicated births. Which I have is unmedicated wild. births. So they let me go pretty fast because they're like, we have no concern of like anything in your body. I was thinking about this when I came to the hospital this time. I've come to the hospital. Well, not, I guess just two because Callahan, it was during COVID, but I feel like because you don't have an epidural, something that I've noticed with friends of mine who do, it's like, obviously they can't get up right away and start moving. Yep. And so for you, like you do, like you were oh, yeah. up 
I like walk from the labor and delivery floor to postpartum. Yeah. And they're always like, do you want a wheelchair? I'm like, no, I want to walk. Yeah. Because that's like probably your body's like, okay, let's get up. Let's move. So I definitely think that helps in your physical healing that I've noticed in you. It's like you get up and go. But how has life been postpartum? Go ahead and share a little bit about like what you've been learning, like practically, physically, what that's been like, and then what God's been teaching you through it. Oh, just a small little question. (laughs) Put me on the spot. We're both Um, like complaining and like almost in tears, so exhausted on the way here for totally different reasons. We're like, should we be recording this right now? You might catch us saying some things we didn't really mean to because we're We're just tired. But no, yes. I mean, physically feeling good. Life with three kids have been honestly, it's one of those things when you're expecting your third, I felt like everyone kept saying like, oh, wow, prepare to be outnumbered. Good luck. You're going to be outnumbered. Like everyone didn't necessarily say negative things, but they didn't say positive things. So it's always kind of like prepare yourself. I would have to say we've had a few nights that have been like kind of crazy. And we're like, oh, wow, this is what people mean because you are outnumbered and it is like overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But overall, it's been really sweet. And our big kids have adjusted well. And that's been like just really sweet. I mean, they for sure have like acted out in different ways, but it's a big adjustment for them. So Andrew Mm -hmm. and I are also like navigating what does discipline look like and what does our family unit look like as like our unit looks different now and it has changed and it's changed for our kids in a big way. And so it's been a lot of learning, a lot of conversation and a lot of like new communication with Andrew. So yay. Isn't that exhausted middle of the night communication with your husband? Just the most fun. Oh yeah. We like early (laughs) on. Don't you say all the nicest things that you mean? Yeah. With Graham, we had said like middle of the night conversations don't count. Not that you can like say anything you want, but it's just like, we don't rehash what happens in the middle of the night. It's just like, this is what happened. So it's just what we've learned with our now third baby in the middle of the night. We just don't do it. But it's been really good. But it's also been one of those seasons that we just kind of, like I said, like we have to rehash a lot of things like in our marriage Mm -hmm. and our parenting, which is always good, but it's like refining. Yeah. So even today I was sharing with you and some friends that God right now is really teaching me. You guys know this on the podcast and you know me as a friend, but I'm like a picture person. And I just feel like when I reflect on myself, I have these like images Mm -hmm. of like, what is God doing to me and with me? Mm -hmm. And the image I have right now is just this like, kind of like a well or like a deep hole Mm -hmm. where, you know, those sins that like, you're like, God work on me, reveal to me these things. And there's like the muddy water on the top that you're just mm-hmm. like, yes, I know I need to work on that. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty easy to scoop out of the, the hole. Gossiping, the gossiping. Yeah, you're just yeah, like, yeah, or, that is yeah. my issue. Like, But I, right now I feel like I'm in a season that God has taken that and he's like, okay, we're going there mm-hmm. and we are going to pull up some like deep sludge. You just said go in there. I know. Okay. I didn't mean to, <laughs> but good thing. But I just feel like he's really pulling up some like really deep sludge. And yeah. I, I'm using that analogy because I feel like it's one of those things that they're almost sins that subconsciously I think are there, but then they're getting brought to my conscious Mm -hmm. and I can very much so be like, yes, I need to work on that. Like I knew that was there and gosh, like I hate that's there and I really need to dig in. And these are just deep things about, I think just my emotions. I think most of them come down to pride, Mm -hmm. honestly, that I'm think too highly of myself and less of others that I am just really working and like resting well. And that's actually been going really well. I know yeah. I shared that on the podcast. And in that rest, it's been really sweet. Like God has been really kind and just revealing some things to me that I'm like, wow, I would have never noticed that or recognized that mm-hmm. thing. And it's been really sweet of what he's been teaching me and how he's allowing me to rest. But I think he's almost like now using that time to say like, again, not in a cliche way, but we're like, we're going there. Like yeah. I'm going to pull up some really deep, hard things from you. And 
Yeah, that is like in my marriage, mm-hmm. that is with relationships, that is with where I'm finding my worth, that is in how I view my role in my family, like mm-hmm. all of these different things have really been revealed to me. Yeah. And so it's been good, but it's been hard. On top of not sleeping and like just physically. Yeah. Like and, being I think, tired. and I think physically that's part of it. You know, I shared with my husband that I think the part of postpartum where people are like, hey, how are you emotionally? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I am doing really well. There are for sure days and there's people that I bring into when I'm having a hard time. Mm-hmm. But I think what's interesting about it is like, I think God for me has used that time right now to say like, hey, you are going to be in this like really vulnerable spark. Yeah, I mean, I've been sharing with you and crying with you as a friend that I'm like, I'm just really emo right now. Like I have been mm-hmm. emotional this whole time. But I think that's pretty different for me in the way that I'm feeling emotion. And yeah. I think that's, again, God's kindness and goodness yeah. to me to say, hey, like we are going to like really mm-hmm. peel apart some things here to really like break you of maybe these just patterns that you fall into. Because in the same way that he created me to be an achiever, to be kind of a go-getter, to be confident in certain areas, they're also the exact same ways that I sin and I'm easily prideful and I grow in bitterness and I become self-righteous. And so he's really just taking that apart from me. It's been really sweet, obviously, just been able to spend a lot more time in the word and like reading. And that's been really awesome. I got a new Bible and I'm like transcribing mm-hmm. all my notes into my new Bible for my old Bible. I still kind of think that's been, wild. I also I got a new Bible and I don't think I'm going to follow it because I think I want to view all my Bibles as like in that Times period of, of time and yeah. now this new time. But I love I that know. you're doing that. I just want it. So yeah. it's been really good and very sweet, but it's been pretty overwhelming and just a lot. Yeah. But it's been awesome. So that's That's, where I'm at. I feel like everyone relates to seasons like that, where the thing about rest too, that's not just important, like physically or just for your sanity and all the things. Like I actually think one of the main reason God requires it and like calls us to it is because if we don't take the time to rest, then we don't hear a lot of what he's saying. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy in our world. We could get into all the ways of like the distractions. We already know all that, but even without that stuff, like just a day to day kind of like rushing through life or committing to things and like adding onto our plate, it sometimes can drown out like what's really going on. Like you're talking about that sludge, like deep down. Mm -hmm. And so when you're talking about the subconscious, I've had things like that before where I'm like, I see that it's there, but like, I didn't even know it was there, but that Mm -hmm. was also my own sinfulness of like, not really taking the time to evaluate where I'm at in certain processing certain things Mm -hmm. or like, really just asking God, like, hey, what do you see in me in this? Because we're just like, so inclined to want to keep ourselves busy and like push through. And Mm so I love Mm -hmm. that. I feel like you're doing really well. Right before are you about to cry? No. Okay, your eyes look kind of No, I'm not crying. I feel like right before you had Vaughn, I kind of had a moment where it's like, okay, people add on to their family. And I'm like, wait, this changes so much of our life. Like I mm-hmm. say like our life because I feel our like life. our lives We're are joined. so intertwined. But I'm like, wait, this time is going to look different for you and I because you're going to have a baby now. And you, mm-hmm. I've kind of had the baby in the last few years where you've kind of like yep. come to me and like had to kind of be fitting into my world. I was with even James. thinking about that today because multiple times in the past couple of weeks, I've driven you. Yeah. And that's really new. And, and I, I always come get you because like I have the car, the car seat, seat and yeah. Yeah, just certain things Silly little where things. I'm like, oh, like that's going to be different. But like, it's been so fun mm-hmm. to get to see her and meet her. And But even in the ways, you know, like the Lord's just like really breaking me down of some yeah, things because yeah. even in the ways tonight is the first night I have been alone yeah. in four weeks now. Yeah. And I never recognized how much I love my alone time. And I really thrive on my alone time. Are you becoming I, me? 
And I'm like, I really am sitting here. I'm like, am I like an introvert trained extrovert? Am I actually like in my age becoming more introverted, but I actually just am a trained extrovert? Wow. Wait, you haven't told me this. I know because I literally am just like, I just want to be alone. Yeah. Not, I love my daughter. I want to be with her. But you know, like if you've ever had a child, you just understand that like your nowadays like running three hour timeframes, you're Mm -hmm. constantly thinking about like, what's the next thing? So in a lot of ways, I'm like, oh gosh, again, God's really revealing to me like, hey, you really hold this high understanding and like expectation of what your time looks like. Yeah. That you expect this, that you thrive off of that. I've always known that a little bit, but I'm just like, oh, I didn't know how deep that was because I'm like really itching to just like be alone and have this expectation of time and get this stuff done and be able to say to my husband, hey, I got all these things done. Okay. Look at me go. I'm evaluating something and I'm not your like psychiatrist or counselor. I still think that you are an extrovert. I think Mm -hmm. that what you're in right now is just being at home with a newborn and Mm -hmm. you are a working mom. And so you are very used to having like time in your car alone, even after you drop your kids off at daycare, or you can like run errands on your lunch break and stuff. I don't think knowing if you're an introvert or an extrovert is measured by like a child. It's measured by other adults that you feed off energy. So like, do you recharge? I don't really think I'm an introvert, but it just made me think I was like, whoa. I'm like, this is I the think first you're time just, that I'm just really like... I think you're just a newborn mom who's nursing, who is dying to like have yes. a minute. Yeah. And you haven't had that because you're home with her all day. And shout out to our stay-at-home moms because you're sitting here like nodding. You're like, yes, because by the end of the day, all the memes about like moms not wanting their husbands to even like touch them when they get home from work. Because it's like, I've I've been been touched touched all all day. day. Like I've been overstimulated physically all day. Oh, yeah. And so it is just sometimes like, yeah, when you go to work, yes, you're around people and like you're busy, but you're not having someone on you. But all of the things, you know, again, like I could go on and on of just like this weakness of the season. But one of the things like... I love all my stay-at-home yeah. mom friends. I have a lot of them. I've never doubted how yeah. hard they work. Yeah. But it is just another season of like, wow, this is so hard. I've yeah. had a few days of all three of my kids at home. And I'm like, wow, this is so much, mm-hmm. so hard. I mm-hmm. mean, literally like applauding mm-hmm. all of the stay-at-home moms because it's literally like <laughs> so much. It's so overwhelming. I mean, it's just a different way of like mm-hmm. caring for your family and loving your family. And I'm like, Props to you because it really is amazing. It's like from the little things of in the morning, like having to use mental energy to plan out how I'm going to get laundry makeup on to get myself ready. Like to have to think through that is just a very different pattern. And like there's seasons because, you know, you're in it right now again with like four week old, a month old baby. And I'm in a season where I have an almost two year old who like, he can entertain himself kind of, but then some mornings like he wants to me to hold him while yep. I'm like doing my makeup. So that kind of ebbs and flows, but yeah, it's just weird I how know, much mental then, energy well, you have to then, use on But all then that. even in the sweetest way, like I've been able to spend a lot of time with my stay at home yeah. mom friends. I don't yeah. get to see them. Our schedules like don't mm-hmm. really allow it. And I have gone and sat, you know, like it's pretty easy for me yeah. and my two or three or four week old baby to come sit at your home. And so I've sat a lot with them like at their homes and just yeah. kind of taken in their day. And again, gotten to see it on like a front row basis, but also just like gotten time with people that I'm just like, oh, this was not expected or just different. Mm -hmm. It's really, really sweet. So, I mean, I could go on and on. I know. I feel like you're doing good. And I feel like we have been kind of feel like it's just been a good time for us to kind of like hide away and not be recording podcasts because both of us have been. I don't know, just like learning and growing yeah, a lot. share with us all your life updates, Samantha. <laughs> you made it sound How like there's coming? something exciting to share. There's well, nothing. we've just kind of been in it. Yeah, it's we've been, been in crazy. it. Yeah, I've had some more health stuff pop up the last 
Oh gosh, I'm so losing track of time. Three weeks, month. Yeah, about two, three weeks. Basically, the infection that if some of you guys have been listening, it was almost two years ago. It'll be in two years in May that I got this infection. It's like part of a whole longer health history of my cancer treatment as a child and kind of like long-term lasting effects. But I got this infection in my low back, ended up going septic. It was like very sick. And then that whole summer was like on crutches, trying to like rehab my body on very intense antibiotics for like six months. And so it really like threw my world upside down at the same time, like two days after I got out of the hospital, we adopted my son, James. And so looking back at that time, I'm like, that was a very traumatic, hard we were in like deep suffering. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to someone today about how like physical pain, you feel pain, you might like stub your toe or you might hit something and like it hurts for a minute, but it Mm -hmm. passes pretty quickly. And I think in life, our hardships can be like that too. Like there are painful things. Maybe that's like feeling left out or hurt from a spouse or Mm -hmm. even just like something that is a big deal in your world. But like, it's painful. It Mm -hmm. usually will have an end. But when you are in like deep suffering like that, I think the hardest part about it is just not knowing an end. Mm -hmm. And so I recently started getting some of that pain in my back again. Long story short, went to the hospital, like really glad I trusted my body, went in was hospitalized like two weeks ago for three nights, which honestly, like it wasn't a huge deal. I mean, it was, but it wasn't like for me, I'm like, okay, I was just so relieved that it wasn't as bad as last time. And that I think I started going to that place of like, wait, I don't want to go back to where we were two years ago. Like it was really hard on my marriage. Like I think Justin and I've had to do a lot of work since then and figuring out like, okay, we both handled that in different ways. And we both hurt each other during that season in different ways. We were there for each other in a lot of ways. And then there were ways that like we weren't. And so we've had to do a lot of work kind of like healing sounds dramatic, like healing Mm -hmm. me physically and like everything, every dynamic of our family from that time. And so I think I just panicked and like thought I can't go through that again. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, like, it's not that way. Like I'm feeling much better. I was only in the hospital for three nights. It ended up being an abscess. Like, I don't want to get graphic, but they drained an abscess off my back. And if you want to see the photos. Yeah. I'm at least like, Hey, do you want to see a TMI photo about this? You just text me the photo. You're like, look at this. But you know, I was like on pain meds. So I'm like, I probably, you know, I'm into that. I was like, just sending it. I was in so much shock Well, you were on your way up to the hospital. And I was like down in the ultrasound room, like laying on my stomach and I had my phone and I'm like, Hey, are you here yet? Basically like they're about to drain this abscess off my back. And I'm so, like, like you might have to you wait on? a minute. Where are you at? <laughs> and then I'm like, do you want to see it? And then I'm, I'm like, rolling in my two week baby. I'm like, Hey, you were just born here two weeks. Let's go visit. I our know. Friend. I know. Christian's like at the hospital every day I was there with me, just like Who's always helping, always the best, but you just sometimes have to laugh. Like When life happens like this, like Justin and I now and like with you, I'll just be like, it's just getting comical. Like, what the heck? And so anyways, I had that happen and I'm now on some intense antibiotics still, which like is just a bummer because it makes me feel horrible. I passed out yesterday and had to get some fluids and it just like sucks. Like sometimes life just really sucks, but it's like, okay, why would I expect anything different? Like, Mm -hmm. And I say that in not a depressing way or that we need to all go around like not letting our bad days feel like bad days because like there are little things in our days that make us feel like it's a bad day. But something I was talking with one of my like Bible study groups with last Thursday and just like 
I have been kind of thinking through is like, when did we ever get the idea that our days were always going to be good? Mm -hmm. And I say that knowing like God does want to bless us. He does bring us like beauty into this world. And there's like days that are like the best days that I feel like I experience. But why don't I expect that every day there is going to be something that's out of my control that I might not like, that Mm -hmm. I might not have written for my story. And I feel like it's hard to put into words, but the more I just can understand that, the quicker I get back to feeling that because like, you're not going to feel that always. Like we're Mm -hmm. not robots. We need emotions. I mean, I think that's one of the bigger things, which we haven't even really discussed like you're kind of feeling all these emotions. I'm feeling like emotions are really on my mind. I know Jenny Allen's emotion book came out today mm-hmm. and my small group is doing, like my couple small group is doing our crossing counseling podcast with you in the weeds has like a series on emotions. And so it's just like very top of mind. And something mm-hmm. that's been sticking out to me on that is your emotions are not bad. We are taught in the church sometimes that we shouldn't feel and maybe we shouldn't trust our emotions. And while that is true, what we have done then is shoved emotions into a box of being like, we'll just push through or like, that's not valid. Mm. Or you need to only try to feel what you know is true. And what I am learning and what I think some awesome leaders in the Christian world are trying to like reteach us is that mm-hmm. your emotions were a gift by God given to you. It's part of our makeup. It's part of our brain. It's part of how he God designed us. Mm-hmm. And what they do is like they signal to our brains, what is happening deeper in our soul or in our body or in our world. And so Mm -hmm. they can't be ignored and missed. And we can't trust those feelings, Mm -hmm. but we have to listen to them and we have to like dig under them and see what's going on. And Mm -hmm. so that's making a lot of sense. Even as I'm saying that, like you're very emotional right now with all you're going through. I think that's a sign. Something they said in one of the podcasts I was listening to is like, most of the time you see a lot of spiritual growth go hand in hand with a lot of emotional intelligence growth Mm -hmm. and emotional growth. And I would definitely think that's valid in women that I would say like, okay, not only are you super spiritually mature and like someone I would look up to spiritually, but you're also very emotionally mature. Mm -hmm. And so it really does make sense because I think if we try to separate the two, that's not valid because part of our knowing God is feeling just this oddness, this awareness of how he made us to be. And so Mm -hmm. I think though, what I'm trying to get back to is like, I want to really quickly be able to go into not ignoring feeling like I'm having a bad day and like, it's okay to feel bummed in that. But I want to get back to like, why did I expect any different? He Mm -hmm. told us, he tells us Mm -hmm. that our days are going to be full of trial and hardship. And so we walk around this world thinking that we are untouchable and that anything bad in bad, our mind bad that comes our way is just so tragic and horrible. And it is. And like, that is real. That is the broken world. That is the broken world. A world full of sinful people. But like he is with us in it and nothing about that changes. And so the more I can just press into that, that's why like the whole time I was in the hospital, it was just kind of funny because I'm like, okay, like Mm -hmm. everyone kept being like, you're being so positive. And I'm like, at this point, do I just crawl in a hole? Like, I don't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's something else I want to share about that I haven't told you about. Go on, girl. You're, you know you're on what a roll. I, what I have been bothered by is I created this term. What if I got this term to be like a new cultural term? What? Positivity shaming. 
Ooh, okay. Okay, do you know what? Like, oh, I actually feel, I know that. Okay, yeah, I yeah. could see people being like that with you when they're like, you're going to yep. take your baby to Dallas next yes. weekend? Yes. Like, yes. This is what I have felt when I was telling you that I was like, I feel like everyone thinks I want this like really awesome birth story. And everyone uh, yes. wants this, me to have this like mm-hmm. really cool, like they are constantly like, you're the girl who gets up three days after she has a yeah. baby. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not trying to act like that. I'm like, you're that's like, just me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and I'm just... And like, sorry, do you want me to be a crappier (laughs) version of myself? Like, that's kind of how I feel. Like, I sometimes feel as though, and maybe this is a sign of emotional maturity that like, if I am like in a situation and I guess it's tricky because, okay, (laughs) let me think this through. My husband and I, right before I got sick again, we're doing a little like overnight getaway in St. Louis and his mom has been battling brain cancer since the fall. That's when she got diagnosed. And her and I, we actually had like a hilarious conversation today just about suffering and hardship and how sometimes you just have to laugh. But she's doing really well. I know a lot of people have been praying and I'm sure we'll have her on soon to Mm -hmm. maybe like talk about everything. It'll be a long road, but she's doing really well. And anyways, she's doing well, but also going through a lot of treatment that's making her body just like not feel great. But we were talking, Justin and I, and we were just sitting at breakfast. And, you know, if you get the chance to be away from your kids, you're like, okay, like, what can we talk about that we haven't gotten to yet? And so I was like, do you feel like you're doing okay right now? Like with everything, like, do you think Mm. you're really okay? Because we both were like, we feel like we're doing okay. And Justin's like, number one, I'm either like (laughs) a delusional and just like not processing any of this Mm. B I'm either like numb completely and I'm just not feeling anything or C, could it possibly maybe be that like we have had so much counseling, so much struggle that we've worked through, so much doing things wrong that like we actually are okay. Mm -hmm. And like we're processing and we're grieving in healthy ways some days, but also having really good days and we're staying united in our marriage and we're checking in, but we're also not making every little thing feel like the end of the world. And we're like, wait, maybe we're just becoming like very emotionally mature people and we're working through this and like, it's not where we want to be. And there's Mm -hmm. still sadness. And whether we're talking about his mom and what she's walking through and how that affects our entire family or me personally, it's like, That night in the hospital, Justin came up there. I drove myself to the ER. I finally was like, hey, you probably need to come up here. I don't think I'm coming home. Like he's getting our kids situated. It's the middle of the night at this point. I'm getting admitted. And he just comes in with two bags of Doritos, like tosses me one. He's like, you want these for dinner? Like I hadn't eaten. And we just started laughing. We're like, why am I here? Why? Why are we here? And like, you just have to laugh. I'm going to cry. But I think people oh. sometimes they freak out a little because they're like, are you processing? Are you okay? And it's like, well, at this point, we all know some of us have processed enough where you get to that place again. and You're like, okay, I'm here. God, I learned the hard way like a million other times before. So here I am. And I don't want people to shame me for feeling like I am okay. I mm-hmm. am processing this in a good way. And so I don't know. Sometimes I think in my life, I've definitely known people to be like, are you really that happy? Like, is there something wrong with you? But I think what makes it real is that like, I have moments where I will call you Mm -hmm. or text you or voice memo in our friend group and be like, this sucks. I'm pissed. I mean, I was annoyed because I've been feeling so much better. And then last night I like had a fainting thing and Mm -hmm. had to go to the hospital and like Mm -hmm. had to miss a little Galentine's thing with some like preschool mom. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I was annoyed. I was mad last night. I was Mm -hmm. like frustrated that my daughter was worried about me again because I wasn't the one to pick her up from school. And I was at the hospital. Like I can feel those emotions, but I feel like I'm quickly 
coming out of it and saying like, okay, but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. God is still here. I don't know. Tomorrow could be even worse. And like, Mm -hmm. I have to be okay with that. So many good things. So many I rambled. Sorry. No, it's so good. I wanted you to ramble. I have so many thoughts. I don't want to forget them. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. I think what you're saying about the emotion, like processing emotions is similarly what I have said about just like arguing with my spouse of like, I don't mind if we're ever arguing. I call it turning over. I want us to Mm -hmm. turn over an argument faster. I want us to get really good at processing through this and like saying the junk and then communicating and getting better at just like turning it over. And I think what you're experiencing is like, Again, emotions, there's a billion things we could say about that. But I think it's interesting in a culture that I feel like in some ways that we've shoved emotions in a box. Mm-hmm. In other ways, I think we've really, over idolized yeah, them. The, either, yeah. the hyper other extreme of that is like we have idolized them. And then we're like, let's process your emotion again. Let's, let's process your emotion comb again. through every little feeling you might yes, possibly have. I think have. we do the same thing with decision making. And we're like, let's comb through every little yes. emotion you have. And I was telling someone the other day about a decision my husband and I had made. And they were like, oh, I didn't know you made that decision. It was about schooling for our kid. And I was like, yep. That's the decision we made. Yeah. And we're not going back on thinking about it. We feel peace about it. We prayed about it. We sought wisdom. We like weighed options. And this is what we're doing. And we're moving forward. Because what do I always say? A decision doesn't always have to be forever in no. most situations either. And so similarly, like an emotion's not going to mm-hmm. stick around forever. Mm-hmm. I love to say it about emotions that like emotions are real. Like yeah. you do feel that emotion. So it's okay as humans that we can process an emotion and have an emotion. Because like you said, like God gave us those emotions. But then it's also one of those things like we get God's word to say like, but this is true about who I am, about my situation, about God's sovereignty and about his control. And so then I get to process that as a human, leave it behind and then say, just like you said yesterday, like yesterday I was mad. Yesterday I was annoyed. And today, none of us deserve a good day. And I can move forward in hope. I can move forward with positivity Mm -hmm. because like, what is my other option? Yeah. I mean, I was sitting there with you in the hospital, like cried. I'm like, you handle this so graciously. I just, guys, it was an emotional mess. She, I, like you tripped on the way out to your car <laughs> and I, your husband laughed. Your husband, it was me, Justin, Samantha, which it often is. Laugh. And Why literally is it always you trip, the us? Justin laughs and I'm like, hold my arm. You're holding my arm the rest of the way out. Yeah. I don't know. But, I just am like, okay, world. Okay. Satan. Okay. Like, what do you have for us next? But you like, know what I was about to say? We were talking about this earlier and I think something that you and I, I've been reflecting on this piece a lot over just like my last few weeks at home that I feel like something that you and I, again, not a new thing we're learning, but something that we are just learning a lot right now is about God's kindness, Mm -hmm. that that theme has come up so much that if that is the life that we don't deserve, God Mm -hmm. is kind. Mm -hmm. If that is our health, God is kind. If that is a new life and a new baby, God is kind. If that's a hard day and just sitting with a community that can sit with you and surround you and take care of your kids for you. Like God is kind. And Mm -hmm. I think it's a really cool theme and thing that I'm like, yes, I can confidently say he is kind because I don't deserve any of this. I don't deserve literally like the smallest little Mm -hmm. great aspect of my life. As I sit in my home, as I eat a dinner, as I sit in my warm house, as I feed my healthy kids, like all of that, like God is kind Mm -hmm. to give those things to us because we don't deserve those things. And it's really cool when you have that perspective Mm -hmm. of just reflecting back on. And I think with the emotions being like over heightened in our culture, kind of sometimes people think that you're like positivity juking or like Jesus Mm -hmm. juking situations and like, that's not what I feel like I'm doing and you either. It's like, Mm -hmm. we can also just see God's kindness in a way and view that as like a gift. And maybe you're sitting there thinking like, I don't feel God's kindness. Like, I don't feel like the Mm -hmm. things I'm walking through are kind. Like I've been there too. And Mm -hmm. it has taken me time sometimes to realize that like, 
yeah, I don't know. You're right. That has just been a theme where like every little thing, even I remember being in the hospital and being like, okay, this sucks, but like, I'm so grateful that it's not as bad as it was last Mm -hmm. time. And like, I don't think that's like Jesus juking positivity, whatever. I think that's just being able sometimes to have a perspective that woe is not me. People Mm -hmm. have it much worse. And I just don't understand like why there would be a downfall to that because I think it's more positive thinking that like changes a lot of Mm -hmm. how you physically feel, how I recover, how I am to my kids, how I am to my husband, Mm -hmm. my friends, like, okay, sue me that I want to be happy. You know, I'm like, (laughs) in the days that I'm not happy, I'm trying to fight to get back to that place. Not happy, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like content, full of joy. Like you said, it's a different perspective. I would say it's an eternal perspective that like, this isn't our home, not in a cheesy way, but like, you know that like, hey, we're not stuck here forever. I'm not trying to have a quote, happy life. I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to like have a positive life. You're like, I'm trying to look to Jesus and look to like my creator for Mm -hmm. my worth and value and encouragement and care and love. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. I kept like repeating that in the hospital. I mean, but for real. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I don't need to be physically feeling strong. Like if I only had that and I was at the bottom of the pit and had nothing else no one else in this in world. The sludge. In the in sludge. In the sludge, of stuck the well. in the well. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And mm-hmm. so that has just been, yeah. As we're sitting here processing them, I mean, we're both kind of like in it right now. Yeah, and it's, it's been a lot. And I'm excited for a day where we can be like, yeah, nothing's been really going on. But right now that's not that time. So mm-hmm. if you guys want to pray for us and like where we are in our lives, just with Christians still adjusting into a whole new world. Yeah. And just with me like needing to get better and be off these antibiotics and like my body to be healed, like we want our community, you know, we want to pray for you guys. And yep. I think it's okay for us to ask for prayer And all right that now said, too. I do feel like we're excited about going yeah. there stuff. We're kind of dreaming and things have changed a little bit here of just what we're doing, how we're thinking. Mm-hmm. And so we're excited to continue bringing you all conversations. And we are feeling really inspired on some of those things. feel yep. like God's just teaching us a lot. And so we're excited to bring you guys those things this spring. So stay Good tuned. Night, girlies. Hey, thanks for going there with us. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to follow along with us at Going There, the podcast. And it also means so much to us if you subscribe to our podcast and shared it with a friend. Talk to you soon. Bye.